Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Mm-hmm. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Kids set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm going to support, With Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, ball, ball. With June, who's really tall. They have fun, fun, fun. Interviewing comedians. On my support, or, or. With Michelle, who's really short. Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support Podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with <laughs> Michelle with one L, Rhonda Colson Corey's friend, Trisha's sister, Shelly for short. <laughs> and look at you why <laughs> michelle are we back to poopery this episode because i thought we moved on what are you doing no no this is crest scope for your mouth <laughs> again not a sponsor i don't know why you keep pointing out people who don't help us and then thieves mints lovely lovely things mm-hmm. from young living um, yeah, is that supposed to help you breathe better as you're coughing when we come on to the air today? <laughs> I was coughing because I sprayed this. And I thought, you can't actually smell my breath. So there is no reason no. to use the Crestscope uh, breath spray thingy. Um, this is actually really fantastic stuff. And if you do go out in public and you're just showing up, this is great. It's pocket is it's per size. And mm. this is this is great. So like it, it won't spray, but you gotta twist it and then it'll spray. Ah, so it stays nice. locked closed in your bag. So listen, as one of the first things doing comedy that I discovered that I didn't know about, because I, I had done speaking before, I had acted, you know, things like that. But yeah. comedy is a whole different beast. I did not realize what your nerves will do to your, is it salivary glands, salivatory glands? I don't know what exactly you call them. But for some reason, when you get nervous, all of the liquid in your mouth decides to just go away. Like, like cotton mouth is real. Like dry mouth is real. And mm-hmm. it's, it really is an effect of, the, of your nervous system. Like when you become anxious... It's some sort of part of the fight or flight. Like, I don't know where your spit needs to go, like, <laughs> to save your life, because it's one of those things where, like, why? I mean, why? What do we, what do we, that extra liquid in our mouth was going to save us from a saber-toothed tiger? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Did you spit out your coffee? <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. I thought it'd be funny to, to, you know, no, I have water in here, just water. Um. I thought it'd be funny just to make water noises like I was sipping very loudly, but then you said something and it made me, yes. Um, where, I, yeah, where did, like that, that would be a crazy superhero, <laughs> like the Salvatore, the slobber Superman. It's slobber super dude. Like for some reason, our spit makes a superpower. To sh- I don't know what it is, Michelle. Uh, and I don't know why I suddenly have a list. I know why I have a list. I know I had a little bit of a list because I had oral surgery and I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> That's the weirdest feeling in the world. Like, can, when you have, I, yeah, I was going to say, can you, can you suck in part of your cheek now between that tooth so it looks like you have a new dimple? Mm, no, Mm-mm. I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I know for our audience who's listening, you're probably like, wow, I wish <laughs> I could see what's happening right now. <laughs> or <laughs> why am making, I listening? It's one of the two. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making a fishy face mm, at this yeah. point. But it really does. So that little spray that you have, um, I, there's a couple of things that like CVS pharmacy and Walgreens and things like that, that you can get uh, spray for your mouth. Or there's even, yeah, um, I have dry. a tube of a, like a liquid or it's almost like yes. a gel and you put it under your tongue. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, rem- I, I mean, I, I had yeah, to have what's that. the name of that. I, I can't remember. Cause I, I have one of those too, but it's in my bag, which is not sitting by me. Right. Um, yeah. Mine is in my travel bag, but either way, if you go yeah. to CVS or Walgreens. It's a dry mouth. It's pharmacy. a dry mouth thingy. 
And I would have to have that. Like every single time I went on stage, I would have to have that because I I would get dry mouth. And not that I'm like, you know, um, a seasoned veteran and uh, such a pro that I never get nervous. But I have noticed the longer I do comedy, the less that happens to me. You know, maybe if it's like a really big event or something or or I'm just dealing with something previous to going on stage. But for the most part, I don't get that anymore. But I'm telling you, that was like a huge lifesaver to have something that just because <laughs> I because I do at the end of my, you know, one of my closers is to do a big run. Right. And it's like a minute and a half of rapid fire words that I'm saying. Oh, I'm like, then, why are you running? OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first time that I did that and I got super nervous, I ended up looking like a bulldog at the end of it because I'm like, hur, 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 hur. my teeth where my my lips were stuck to my teeth, my mouth was so dry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like Fire Marshal Bill's teeth. That's what it looks like. Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, Let me tell you something. Vaseline, Vaseline. There. That's yeah, but that, even that's, that doesn't. Even, yeah, even that didn't work. Like my mouth just dried up. So, so that's you oh, know that happened. That's sad. That's sad. That's really really. So I'm sad. glad. Last episode we started by talking about the bathroom, and now spit. <laughs> now there's spit. spit. It's a clean comedy we're talking podcast. About spit. We're just gross. Okay. So our last yeah, episode, okay, okay. we yeah. ended with a to be continued with a cliffhanger with a the da, da, unknown da. tour, the unknown tour. Okay. We we definitely in the future are going to have to have the creator, the director, the producer, <gasps> the extraordinaire. Yes. What's her name, Michelle Van Dusen? Lauren Lucille. Woo, 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 woo. Lauren Lucille. We got to have her on the show. And we will when she slows down a little bit. But y'all, right? this tour, the Unknown Tour, produced by Lauren Lucille, is wide open. She is rocking it like nobody's mm-hmm. business. Um, She's just a phenomenal human being. One of the things, she is one of our Christian uh, comedy friends. And one of the things that stands out the most about our sweet friend Lauren is she... Um, The scarcity mentality has never, ever, ever been in her brain. She is the type of person who is doing big things and is not afraid to help someone else do big things too. She is not afraid that if she does uh, a great tour, that if someone else finds out her secrets, that they'll do a great tour too. She has the attitude of, there's room for everyone. Right. There's room for everyone. Encourage I'm well. others. Mm-hmm. You do well. And I was just, I was just wondering, cause you're talking about, you know, a big tour, lots of space. Um, you know, I, I love Lauren for a couple of different reasons, but here's, here's one of them. Here's a small, small little thing. Why I love Lauren. She's my height. Is she really? Yes. I yes. would. I would love to stand in, in, in between the two of you. Like, you okay. So she's taller. Okay. Okay. She's taller, <laughs> but, but, but not by much, you know, she's not like a giant like you, you know, but she and probably wears cute little high heels too. She so does. if you went flat footed to flat footed. Oh no. She's still a little bit taller. That might would, be because the only time we're going to get guess. you pumped up is if you were wearing like, like Reebok <laughs> pumps. You remember the Reebok pumps? If you pumped up your tennis shoes and you were like stacked them up or whatever. Cause Michelle yeah. is. Michelle is about looking good and being comfortable. And let me tell you, okay, we're going to go back to the unknown tour. Yes. But but the show you did the other day with um, Nicole Miller and Gary Thompson, Mm -hmm. I loved your jacket. Oh, you had this gray jacket on. Yeah. It had like a little ruffle to the edge of it. You were looking sharp. You were looking sharp. Still rocking the, the Royal Blue Nikes. Yes, absolutely. But you had that jacket on and I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Okay. So yeah. we'll come back to that. So the no, no, let's, let, let's stick with that for just a second. Okay. I love those Nikes. Those are my show Nikes. I just don't have anything that's blue that goes with it. Right. Mm. Like, I, you know, this, but nah. And that jacket is new to me. Um, my friend, Tracy Heron, uh, who uh, she does my hair and sometimes she drives yeah, me to yeah. shows. It was her jacket and she was letting me uh, borrow it. And then she's like, oh, no, girl, it's your birthday. I'm like, what? So she gave me that jacket. And I love that. And so I was wearing a T-shirt underneath. So I had had the Live and Well comedy uh, tour T-shirt that was uh, from Brent Reed and Gordon Douglas and um, Dino O'Hara. 
did a show. Um, it, well, it was a whole tour and I was about to go on the tour with them. That's why I got the shirt. And, um, and then I got you, sick. Let's be honest. You would have got the shirt anyway. Well, I did get the shirt anyway. Like that's right, what I'm saying. But like, I'm saying you said, be on you said, that's why I got the shirt. I was going to be on the tour, but even because speaking of supportive and laugh support, Michelle, you, you have so many t-shirts and so <laughs> many books and so much merch from other comedians. And that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal that you support folks. You gave you gave one of my t-shirts yeah. to um, Bob, Bob Smiley. Smiley. You were telling him about one of my t-shirts. I don't have one of your t-shirts yet. Why don't you have one of my t-shirts? But you actually, gave, you actually gave one of my t-shirts to another comedian and he yeah. wore it on his podcast. And yeah. it just, you know, Leslie Robb, our friend Leslie Robb, she wears my June Colson comedy t-shirt, the oopsie daisy, hot pink, the color pink is great on her. She yes. wears it all the time. And it's, it's one thing when you see like somebody, you know, a, a fan that came to the show and they buy your t-shirt and that's, to me, that's such an honor. That's such an honor. But when you have a fellow comedian that's rocking your t-shirt as well, man, that's, that's huge. So even if you weren't yeah. going on Brent and Gordon and Dina's tour, I have a feeling you would have bought their t-shirt anyway. Oh yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I, I bought it afterwards. Cause it was one of those, I say, I bought it. Brent sent it to me. I'm like, mm. dude, I didn't make it. He's like, yeah, I know you didn't make it. You owe me. I'm like, I know. And then he sent me the shirt. Um, Aww. so yeah, no, Brent, Brent has been one of my biggest supporters, uh, nice. through this comedy journey, like seriously, since the first time I went to the CCA, um, he's always brought me on to the stage anytime he has mm -hmm. an open stage. So like, he's done a lot of, um, uh, oh, um, industrial stuff. What is that? Um, <laughs> that's not the word, um, industrial. It's not industrial. Cor like corporate shows? Corporate. He's done a lot of corporate. Yeah. Why, Which could be industry. Industry. Yeah. 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 So he does a lot of corporate shows. And so when he's in town and he's doing a corporate here, he's like, all right, come on. So because nice. of that and my relationship with Brent, he's allowed me. I, I've been in front of brain surgeons. I've been in front of um, this one company that manufactures tools. Uh, and it's like a really, really high brand of tools. Mm -hmm. And um, so we did that because we did a comedy um, session with them. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just doing comedy for them. We had, you know, this is how you write a joke. This is, you know, your punchline. Oh, wow. And so we had a whole session. It was with their salespeople, their sales reps. And because they're, you know, nationwide kind of a thing. Oh, and, smart. And so we had that mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, how to think on your feet kind of a deal. And then after two hours of that, then they got up and did comedy. So it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. It was at, it was at a great steak restaurant, like that one of the back rooms, but the mm. food, come on, come on somebody. So that was really good. Um, so he's always had me in, in that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was so happy to have the alive and well t-shirt. Like it's, mm. And I thought it looked good with that jacket. Back to the jacket. Yes. And back to my no. friend Tracy. So you looked really um, good. You looked really good in that. So yeah. So okay. So let's talk about the unknown tour. Yeah. Um, so you have now been on one of their shows and you have been yes. to one of their shows. So let's talk yes. about let's talk about your experience being on the unknown tour. Tell us about the tour. Tell us how you got on there and tell us about your set. Okay. Um, so I wrote every day to Lauren a handwritten eight page letter, right. um, demanding that I was on the show, you know, right. proving that I was so funny. Oh wait, no, that's stalker syndrome. No, no. So, uh, <laughs> um, so Lauren is part of, um, the Christian comedy association. So I met her in June, you know, face to face kind of a thing. And we've just developed a relationship, you know, as we do when we meet comics. Right. right. Anyway, so she had a show here in Oklahoma. And she, cause her tour is constantly just, you know, Dory Macklemore is on there. Um, and then she has a speaker. So it's, it's like two and a half hours and they have worship, they have comedy, they have encouragement. Mm -hmm. So they have it all together on, on a two and a half hour night. And Dory can't do all of the, um, all of the dates. And so right. she had one, she had one that wasn't too far from my house, you know, a couple hours within a couple hours. And then she just reached out and, you know, are you available? I'm like, yes. So she gave me 10 minutes 
on her stage and she's never heard me perform. So she was taking a huge mm. risk, yeah. huge risk. And um, so I was really, I was really excited. And then, but I, because I wasn't really, I, I didn't know what to wear, you know, how like that all goes through your head is like, what is this crowd? It was a church crowd, but you know, anyway, I was just super excited. So Tracy did my hair and drove me there. So she and I, you know, she's my girl. So we're, we're out there and it, everyone's so welcoming. Mm. Like Lauren is the best producer. The um, she's friendly. She knows everything that's happening. She has a road person that, you know, helps with the tour and stuff. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. Don't ask me her name because for whatever reason, oh, I know I'm the worst. People mean everything to you and I both. <sighs> we love people, we see people, but we forget people's names. We know who <sighs> you are, but we forget your names. And I'm, I think that's, I don't yeah. think that's uncommon with comedians. I think our brains are wired different anyway. So, well, it's just, it's so frustrating to me because Jesus knows my name, God knows right. my name. Right. How, how do I not, how can I not remember your name? And it's because, because I, I you're not Jesus and you're not God. Okay? <laughs> right. And, yeah. Yeah. And he, but I mean, you know what I mean? He like, it's like uh, all of us, he should know our names. He, he literally created us. I, yeah. didn't, so, I didn't create that road manager. I just mentioned one I, time. So. I keep calling her the wrong name. That's the problem. So it's this other name that's, mm. it's, so I've got to figure out how to, you know, get it to the right one. So uh, anyway, so they, they just, they're very welcoming. You just walk in, you know, um, and they have their tour. They have, oh my gosh, their shirts. I see. I should have worn that shirt. It's a, it's a, I have, um, the hope shirt and they have like choose hope. And then they have like faith over fear. Um, which is really cool. It's, they have some really, Lauren has some good merch that she sells at her shows. And, um, anyway, she's amazing. So I get there and I didn't even get there when everyone else got there. Cause like they're, um, I'm a diva. They, because their sound check and things like that, it's way earlier because they have they have a lot of cues, you know, they've got screens and, and stuff that they do. And um, I'm like, I just need a mic. Just, you know, check, check, check. One, two, three, one, two. OK, good. But I didn't realize. See, I should have gone earlier that, you know, she has us all come back up on stage after a certain song. I'm like, oh, I know what's the song. Like there's other things that I'm like, oh, I blew it. I didn't show up, you know, earlier. Um so that was a not good on my part, but you know, I'm a quick learner. Thank goodness for the speaker, Brittany. She's like, um, let's go up now. Oh, okay. Thank you. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> thank God for but Brittany. But did you show up when you were supposed to show up? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, it... yeah, 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 yeah. But everyone else was there earlier. And and so now I'm like, okay, when I do the next show, um, cause I'm already, I'm, I'm going to be on the show again in the spring. <gasps> what? Yes. Yes. So in March. What? Yep, I'll be Sweet. at the Sweet. Piedmont, Oklahoma. So it's another like. I'm gonna have to start writing house. letters. See if I can jump on this thing. <laughs> I did not write letters. That was a joke. That was a complete oh, oh, joke. Oh, okay. Well, I well, no I've already sent a like a, a balloonogram with a gorilla that did a dance, but it was in the middle of her show. So she hates gorillas. So um, <gasps> I didn't realize she was allergic yeah, to gorilla yeah. fur. So yeah, and um, balloons scare her. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, when he started <laughs> popping the balloons while she was doing her part with yeah. her puppets i guess yeah that was yeah, yeah. i blew Woo. it i blew it oh, okay actually right. i don't i don't like balloons i'm just gonna put that out there that's why i was never a clown like my mom tried you know because she had the clowning when i was growing up mm -hmm. and uh it's trying to shape balloons and they pop yes mm, yeah too much, so yeah. too much too much for me yeah. for my little you know i'm like ah anyway <laughs> this is way off so Go ahead. Ask me, what was the first question? That's okay. Back on track. Okay. So, so you said, but you got there on time. You got there on time yeah, yeah. and you were yeah. told to be there and, yeah. and someone else on the show was able to give you the cue that, okay, yeah. this is a time that we all go up here. So, yeah. um, so how was your set? Oh my gosh. It was the best audience, the best audience. And it went really well. You know, I, one, I stayed to my time. Uh, second, I, I did my set that I, rehearsed and practiced i did that set yes because uh, I'm, I'm known not to do the set that i rehearse sometimes if something happens in the audience and i gotta go there you know it's just i do i do a lot of crowd work so to just do a, a set with no crowd but still in anyway it was so good they were so receptive people are ready to laugh yeah. and if you have something that's well crafted they're there they're ready yeah 
So, um, yeah. And so where were you in the show? Like, as far as like how the order of the show, were you at the top of the show in the middle of the show? Like, where were you at as far as what happened before you came on stage? Okay. Got to be completely honest. I can't quite remember all of it. However, I do know, um, that, so they start off with worship and then they have, um, uh, for the show that I was on, because sometimes the shows are different. They're not always the same. So the show, okay. Yeah. So the show that I was on, they had um, a comedy skit happening, Mm. you know, that kind of introduced things and, you know, unknown and kind of describes the, the tour. And so it's very funny. Lauren is an amazing writer. Yeah, Yeah. Amazing. And so her, uh, her speaker, her friend, Brittany and her were doing this, this comedy skit and so there's music they're playing music like Mm -hmm. it's all this stuff in it yeah and um which is fantastic and then then some more worship and something else and i know that they have they do have an intermission and i do know that um you know lauren speaks and like i know that there's and britney speaks and I don't remember where I fit in there. So I the really comedy, don't. the comedy is, I, I guess what I'm, uh, I'm discovering here is the comedy, like you weren't there to warm up the crowd. It wasn't no. just a little piece of the show. There's comedy throughout this entire show. Yes. And what's cool is by, by the time you went out, they had already seen some comedy. They're already, um, and, and let's talk about They're really already, quick too, before yeah. the show, what happens? Okay. So well, they're still going over cues and things like that. And then they also have a, um, a Q&A with the, with the VIPs. Right. So, so they met you, you already, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if, if they buy an early ticket, then you're there for the question and answer time. And so much fun. Like, I, that's my favorite time, really, you know, because that, that to me is crowd work 101. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, um, they get to ask questions. So like, how did you get started? Yeah. You know, where are you guys from? Like, that's just the normal things that you'd ask. Um, right. And, and I don't want to give away, like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I don't want to give away too much of like what she's doing out there. Cause I don't want somebody else to like, it's her, it's her show to share the formula up. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, and, and a lot of people do. The right. Exactly. VIP at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, so in your set, you got to, you already got to meet the audience a little bit. Um, they're seeing comedy throughout the show and then you're another element of yeah. the laughter and the humor. And I think that w- what's super cool is, you know, this is all women. It's, it's a, it's a women's event that mm-hmm. Lauren is doing and they don't come with the arms crossed going, okay, make me laugh. They're coming in ready. They're excited. Mm-hmm. They know what they're going to. They have paid for that ticket and they yeah. want to have a good time. So you had yeah. a great experience with this audience. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't, it wasn't just the audience. It was everything because Lauren, um, her whole work ethic and there, there wasn't anything that really fell through the cracks, you know, yeah. like it, there was snacks in the green room, but it wasn't just snacks. You know, you had your room temperature water, you had cold water, you know, like it was, it, everything was covered. Um, and then during intermission, there was snacks for the audience. And I don't know if the church decided to do that or if that's something that Lauren does that I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I think it's a church thing, but don't quote me on that. Um, and see part of, part of me not actually remembering where I went in the, in the set of stuff was because I know that I was still trying to make sure that I had like I was gonna nail oh my yeah set. yeah yeah so I do know that I came on after intermission I had oh, cool. I think I yeah I'm pretty sure I went on after intermission but it well, was just and that's, one of those things that's yeah. the reality of our brains too is that like I you know I, I think comedians would get way too caught up um and that's one of the things we talked about me being at the the gospel comedy association at their conference was this whole conversation you and I had about it the other day was um, Tommy Davidson, a comedian, I believe someone was quoting him as yeah. saying, you know, you're on the same team when you're doing a show, you're on the same team, whether you're hosting yeah. it, you're opening it, your feature or you're the headliner that we can get caught up in the position and the, and where we're at and what we're doing. And he said, you know, it is, it is like a basketball team in his brain. And when you go up, it's your free throw shot. Take your shot. It doesn't matter if it's in the beginning of the game, the middle of the game, the end of the game. You've prepped. You've prepared. You're ready for this moment. Do your thing and don't worry about 
where you're at in the show, right? So I say that to say most people are like, oh, I want to be middle person. That's the sweet spot. You know, the opener has the hardest job because the crowd is cold and you're trying to warm them up. And then, you know, the headliner, um, he has this and he has that. Part of my brain is like, I want to go first. I want to get it over with. I want to have a great time. I want to do my thing because I want to sit back now and pay attention to everything else that's going on. But the stuff like you just said, that is, that's just being brutally honest. That's how our brain is. You're there, yeah. but you cannot be a hundred percent present mm -mm. because your mind is in this preparation mode of the job that you're about to do. And then when yeah. it's over, you know, people was like, oh, I bet that's so much fun. And I'm like, oh, it's always so much fun when I'm done. <laughs> when I'm done, I'm like, whoa, that was, that was fun. <laughs> and then I can relax. But beforehand, for me, it's it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Did it, did you feel a little extra pressure because it is a friend? I put that pressure on myself. Yes. If I'm performing for a stranger and they've paid me and they don't know me and they, you know, whatever, I'm it's business. I'm professional. I'm doing this thing. But when I have a friend who has put their neck out for me, mm -hmm. when I have a friend who is trusting me in a job, I put this extra pressure on myself of, I don't want to disappoint them. I want to honor my friend. I want to do good by them. And sometimes that makes it more difficult. Speak yeah. on that. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely, it adds extra pressure on. And at the same time, it was like extra excitement. Um, oh, yeah. Because... I know that like Lauren's tour is blowing up kind of a thing. And, and it wasn't one of those that uh, I want to be on there because I want to be seen. It wasn't that it was, right. I want to be a part of that because that sounds so amazing what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. And I was actually going to, you know, I, I was already putting in my calendar, like dates that they're going to be in the area. I was going to go and just oh, to yeah. watch because yeah. I wanted to see, I wanted to be a part, you know, just of that kind of a thing. Um, so when she asked if I would do, 10 minutes like oh, okay you know and she's mm -hmm. never seen me but i know that uh, I'm, I'm sure she probably got recommendations like from ronda or you know other people that i have performed with yeah. um so yeah but the whole just trying to stay in and trying to pay attention like do i need to do anything else yeah. and then okay make sure i have this transition this transition this trend you know it was like it was the transitions i didn't want to mess up because there's been times um, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure I've shared this before, but you know, a few years back I had a surgery on my shoulder and then the medicine mm -hmm. that it, it, I took messed my memory up like big time. So it's taken a couple of years to be able to remember things that I wrote. And now <laughs> like I can remember things I wrote, but it's, I don't always remember them in an order. Yeah. And so it's that like it, it that messes with you, you mm -hmm. know, confidence wise when you're on stage <laughs> and then you think, well, they don't know my set, so it doesn't no. matter if it's actually in order or not. Yeah. But if it if there's not some form of 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 um order, then it's like this girl has squirrel brain because it's like yes. this conversation and this thing. It's yes. all funny, but where are you right. going? What, you know? yeah. It's like yeah, because yeah, I've I've watched squirrels in my yard, you know, digging for their nuts, yes. and they're like, oh, it's not there, and then they go dig another spot because I know we've given some squirrel. <laughs> We have, yes, some, there's been some squirrel analogies. That's yep, for sure. Squirrel tips. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's just, it's that kind of a thing. So I really, really wanted to make sure that I did a great job for Lauren because, um, you know, it was her show. It was her thing. And um, I nailed it. I got to be honest. I nailed it. And so it was fantastic. It was so, <laughs> okay. So one time. Um, Shonda Pierce gave me an opportunity to be on her stage and it was early on in doing comedy. And, um, if you don't know who Shonda Pierce is, where have you been? Um, and if you do know, <laughs> then you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's 2,500 women plus, you know, she's done crowds of 10,000s. It just, you know, and so she gave me five minutes on her stage and that, was higher anxiety than doing this 10 minutes for Lauren because, you know, I, I've, I've matured quite a bit in comedy. And, um, but for Lauren, I was just excited to be there and I'm overcoming this, this memory thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm still recovering from it because 
I I'm pretty much have it handled, but then there's those moments I don't. And it and if something happens in the audience, I usually go to that. And I knew I couldn't do that on this stage. I had to just stay with what was prepared. Anyway, um, yeah, it was really good. It was extra pressure because yeah. she's a friend. It was extra pressure right. knowing that she was taking a risk. It was extra pressure knowing that because she's taking a risk, that's either going to uh, bless me in the future or this is the end of that, you know. Yeah. But no matter what, I knew I was still going to go and see their show if if I was right. ever on that stage again. It didn't matter to me. I just wanted to be a part of this amazing thing, which will bring you into the next question, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you obviously <laughs> did well enough for her to want you to come back in the spring. So yes. that says it all. That says it all right there. So you've gone. So now you've been on the show mm -hmm. and then you've gone to see the yes. show after you've been on the show. <sighs> so uh, so what was that like to watch a show that you've been on and, and see it from the seats versus being on the stage? Okay. So that it, it's okay so first off it's called the unknown tour right so google it and check the dates as to when it's going to be coming to your town because each show is slightly different with different speakers different comedians you know how they um, do it it was fantastic june it was absolutely fantastic i was so happy and like you did at the last episode talking about when you're driving through the mountains and you know your gps took you wherever that's how mine took me. It's supposed to be, you know, two hours between here and actually less than two hours to get to. Um, they were performing in Rogers, uh, Arkansas, less than two hours. My GPS took me through the backwoods of Arkansas. Oh, I was gosh. All, I was all over, you know, I'm like, oh, I, is that where you were videotaping? There was like a storm and I could see lightning going across the sky the whole ride back <laughs> from this. Yes, I remember yes. seeing that video. Yeah, yeah I was you like, were, oh, you sent me a Marco and I could see like you were you, you're just heading straight into a twister. And you're like, it's yeah. okay. I had so much fun. <laughs> yes, that was, that was oh, wait, was no, fun. this is Michelle driving. It's okay. I had so much fun. Like she could, the, the, the angle of her phone in her vehicle is exactly how I imagine her driving anyway. And I'm like, don't lie, Michelle, you have a booster seat. You gotta be set. If you don't, you need to get a booster seat because it is not safe for anyone on the road. When you, if the steering wheel, if your arms are above your forehead, when you're driving, then you're too little to be in that car. Get a steer. I look like I'm, I'm, getting milk from a cow. I don't know what that move is. I don't know what that driving move is, but that's, that's what I did. So that that's, that's kind of what it was. Well, because, yeah. um, you know, driving my husband's car, there's, he doesn't have a spot for your phone. And mm. so I just stuck it on the dash, um, not in the dash, but you know, by the, whatever the thing is in front of you, you know, when it lights yes. up, it tells you how fast you're going and that kind of thing. I just stuck it there. And it's because I have a flip phone. It could just sit there. So the angle of the flip phone, you know, come on, it, it angled down at me. And I told you, I said, okay, I'm sure it looks like I'm really short right now, but I can see over the dash. I'm doing fine. It but did very much look like you're, you were a little bitty. Did. You were a little bitty. Yeah. But you, um, so you had a great time. You get to watch it. Yes. You got to relax. You got to enjoy. Do you watch the audience? That's what I do. When my friends are performing, a lot of times I'll be watching them, but I love just looking over. And getting to see like what we don't get to see when we're on stage. You know what I mean? Like yes. you pan across the whole room and see the individual faces all, you know, like focus on them. And I, I like to look at the audience too and see, see how much they're enjoying the show. There were people from all over. It was not just people from Arkansas. People mm. came from um, Missouri. People came, I think, from Kansas, wow. uh, Oklahoma, because, you know, we're just over the border kind of a thing. Um and then there was another one I thought that was a little bit farther, but I can't remember because I, you know, I talked to the audience in between stuff because, um, okay, first off, when I got there and I, I um, the tour manager was talking to the, um, <laughs> to the volunteers there, I just kind of said, I'm just going to sneak in the back. She's oh yeah, you know, because she's all excited that I was there. <laughs> and so I, I go and I go into the green room and I saw Dory because Dory was performing and Lauren was performing. And then um, Rachel Jackson was going to be doing the music. And um, and then I met the speaker that night. It was not Brittany. It was a different speaker. She was so good. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, 
dropped some great pearls of wisdom. So it to me, it just shows that wherever Lauren is going and the people that she's pulling, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. But going going back in the you it just felt like you know when you walk into a room and then like the atmosphere lifts kind of a thing yeah. like that's how it felt when I went in there they're like ah like they were so excited that I was there oh, and good. yeah and Dory killed it it was always so good yeah so good so good yeah. and then Lauren oh my gosh and then to hear part of her story like all of it it's just it. <sighs> It's so good. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. So good. But then the tour manager came back and and she's like, you confused me for a minute. I'm like, what? She's like, I, for a minute, I thought, wait, no, she's not the comedian tonight. Yeah. She just, <laughs> and you happened to be she, there and she thought you were yeah, on the show. Yeah. Um, but, but to the audience question. So I'm there. Um, so this is before, before the show and stuff. So I'm just chatting with the audience, you know, just different people. And I was trying to encourage them. Like, Oh yeah, you totally need to get Dory's book. Oh my gosh, that is such a great book. Mm, you know, like just yeah. because the merchandise there, I don't know if um people know, but sometimes that's where we make our money is is the book table. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. which allows us to continue to con- yeah. to travel and to go to places that, you know, these cuz she's doing um these are like smaller to medium-sized churches yeah. right now. She could be filling huge churches and she and she is and stepping up and probably will be yeah in the, yeah and in she will in your future but right now but every but every audience one. and every size it all matters it all yeah. matters to her in this tour you know yeah. it all matters to her and i just think that's so cool and you know there's a difference i heard somebody say recently and it's really stuck with me it's it, there's a difference to being invited somewhere and being welcome Yes. People yes. will invite you places or, oh yeah, you should stop by or, oh, you know, but you know, when you get somewhere that you've been invited, whether you've been invited or you are welcome there. Yeah. And it sounds like when you, um, when you popped in to see our friends, you weren't just invited to, to come on back to the green room. You were welcome yeah. in their presence. And that's a, that's, that's a big difference. And, and Lauren's yeah. connection she's making with people allow her to pull and get amazing people from all over the country. And that doesn't yes. happen if you're not an approachable person who sees people and makes them feel welcome. So we have to welcome her on our show. Yes. In the near future, we just said, I wanted to talk about it because <laughs> before we got too far away from the event, because really uh, it it is that, um, you know, I've slept since then mentality is life oh goes gosh. on yes. and you lose a little bit of the details. And so I didn't want to go, oh, well, next season we'll interview Lauren. And it's been a, you know, it's been months since you did the show. So I definitely wanted to talk about that, bring it up. Um, We will have Lauren (laughs) Lucille on here. If we have to continue to the letter campaign, stalk her and send something, send chocolate, send fruit to get our attention. Before before we close it on this one, I want to talk, you just did, um, you just did a show with our friend, Nicole Miller. And mm-hmm. uh, Thompson. So let's yeah. talk. Let's have that show really quick before we close out because you just look like you had a great time and they were super fun. And you've done several shows uh, with Nicole. So tell us about tell mm-hmm. us about that a bit. Well, um, Nicole Miller, she is a very funny comedian, and she used to she used to run um, uh, an improv troupe called Crans. Oh, okay. So like her. Wait, I'm our, sorry. Called what? Crans. You know, like can you, coloring. Can you spell that? That T H A T crayons. C R A Y O N S. How do you spell crayons? That's crayons. 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 Whatever. Would be C R A U N S. Crayons. <laughs> Uns. Back to, back to Ella Spella. Uh, crayons. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Crayons. Crayons. Whatever, crayons. I'm crayons. the Southern one, and you said crayons. Okay. Crayons, so she used to crayons, she used to run crayons. crayons. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what? So, so I didn't realize this, but back when I was doing, um, you know, when I first started, that she and I, we, we would, our paths would, would pass all the time, you know, I'm like, because I would either, um, we would perform like in the same locations here yeah, in the yeah. Tulsa area, which was so cool. But I had no idea that it was Nicole, you know, it was that kind of thing. Plus she's, she's an actress. So she's got a couple of movies coming out and mm. pure flicks uh, next year sometime, oh, cool. which is really, yeah, very, very cool. And um, listening to her set this weekend, 
because uh, she was headlining it and then she was having Gary and then she sent me a message like, hey, you know, do you can you be our host? I'm like, absolutely. I was so excited. Yeah, fun. Because um, I needed I needed something, some stage time this month prior to uh, the um, in, in October, because this is gonna be in, in November. So I needed some stage time prior to doing the Jeff Allen uh, opening for Jeff mm-hmm. Allen. So hosting, I'm like, yes, I will totally host for you, Nicole. Absolutely. Plus I love working with her. She's so, so amazing. And so it was so much fun. We went to this church out in Coweta, even though it said Broken Arrow, but it's actually Coweta. And so we're talking small church, way South, Southeast, just drive and then just keep driving. You'll get there. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll pass, you'll pass Bluebell Creamery. You know, which is Ooh. an ice cream thing. Yeah, yeah. No, whole, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's pass. right. I would stop. You have to, I would have passed. You, I would stop. You, yeah, <laughs> you got to pass it because they do do tours, and in the tours, you know, you can get a little sample. I'm just saying, and mm-hmm. they have a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you got to pass that, and it's past the Zebco. You know, so you got to you got to fishing, and it's all good. So um, it's just way south. Anyway, it's a tiny little church. They just finished remodeling. This was the first event that they were having in this oh, new cool. facility. It is amazing. They painted the ceilings black. Uh, so this is the perfect church. If you want to shoot a special, this would be mm. the place to do it. The stage Absolutely. looked really nice. And the pictures, it looked like their stage area. This church has done a really good job on, yes. on and um, the remodel of their stage there. Yeah. And it's only like two steps up, which was yeah. fabulous. Because, yes. okay, got to say the stage at Guthrie um for the unknown tour that was like seven or eight steps up oh and, that's um, tough since yeah. since i've got this little hip yes. thingy yeah that was a struggle going up yeah no up criticism to the stage like, but when you do have a when you do have a hip issue or leg or back or whatever steps are like yes yeah so i was like so i'm like whoo okay two stairs i can yes. do this so i was really excited and it was it has a little rounded out thing so it projects just a little bit so it was it was the perfect stage great sound system wonderful pastor and his wife mm. um and that that was funny okay so the pastor's wife's name is sheila and one of gary thompson's jokes he talks about a woman named sheila not knowing Oh. that the pastor so that was like so when nicole came up she's like um just gonna explain for just a minute you know before she got into her stuff <laughs> that he didn't know her name was, her sheila. Name was sheila yeah because he just picked a random name you probably, know yeah uh, probably out of that's probably a lesson for gary that later on he's like i should probably make sure that there's not like the pastor's wife is not the name of a funny character in one of my yeah, yeah. bits yeah if you're making yeah, fun it, of a yeah it was hilarious. And Gary, he um, he's a DJ for Cakes OJ, which is a local station here. He's been a DJ for years. And his comedy is quick and it's clever and it's funny. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just boom, boom. Yeah, he, yeah. he had all the things in. And so it was really, really fun to watch him do um i think he did like 30 minutes and it was it was so much fun watching him because i the last time i saw him you know doing open mics and things you know you get five minutes ten right, minutes right you right know. get so, to see all they can do yeah so it was so much fun to be able to watch him and then to watch nicole do a 40 minute set and because mm. um, this was her special you know yeah. and so I loved being there and being able to host it and being able to get people to, okay, that we're, Hey, we're here to support Nicole. Um, make sure, you know, we got to get our laughter up to here. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I got to hit all those kind of things. And yeah. so it was right up my alley. Cause I enjoyed talking to the audience and mm-hmm. get it, you know, do a little bit of comedy, but then yeah. getting them up where they needed to be. Here's the funniest one. Okay. So on the right hand side of the audience, there was a woman and um, her husband and a friend. And so the woman, uh, you know, they weren't laughing very loud. It was kind of like, <laughs> you know, like really yeah. quiet. And I'm like, and I was like, okay, first off, I want to tell everybody, you never, ever do this. Are, are you pregnant? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's why your laughter is more like Lamaze right now. You know, <laughs> you know, like that's where her, uh, her laughter went. Yeah. 
Because that's the thing. You never really ask a woman, you know. Right, oh, you right, fat? right. That oh, is just funny, pregnant? period. That's yeah. just funny, period. Like, you need to write a punchline for that, though, for someone who's not pregnant. Where you go, okay, look, well, you, you never ask a woman this, but are you pregnant? <laughs> that's yeah. just funny, period. That's because, yeah. Especially if it's somebody who's obviously not. Yeah. No, you got to have a good punchline for that. We'll work on that later. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was that was one of the best audience things because she was pregnant and I just went with, oh, Lamaze laughing, laugh, laughing, you know, and then yes. went with how quiet. So we got the audience up and this one couple sitting in the front, I'm like, there's no one behind you. Are you going to carry your, your, your section? You got to be the loud laughers. They're like, oh yeah, we could do it. I'm like, ah. and then I'm like, you guys, what's happening here? You're dropping the ball, you know? And they're like, oh, <laughs> so it's just, it was so fun to just work with them and get them to a place yes. to be able to receive Nicole. Yeah. Here, here's something though. I am the worst person at doing intros. If you don't tell me your intro. Oh yeah. Have it written down for me. Let yeah. me read it. And here's the second thing. And if you tell me your intro, but it's not written down, I am the worst person that intros. Yeah. Don't the do that. Worst. The host. Yeah, don't, don't do, do that. that. So, um, yeah, all I knew for Nicole, I was supposed to, you know, say these couple of things and then introduce. And then I'm like, okay, wait, let's start over again. Let me try this intro one more time because I wanted to make sure it was a good intro. Yes. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then Gary's intro was horrible. Um, because it was a family event and I'm like, knock, knock. And the audience is like, who's there? Because I was trying to get the kids involved. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, radio. And they're like, radio who? I'm like, radio not for our next comedian, but he's been on the radio. Uh, it should have been really <laughs> funny and like right there. Yeah. But it was yeah. not. Just turned and out so cheesy. It was completely cheesy, but it didn't matter. <laughs> oh, well. He was so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I really uh, like Rick Roberts tells a story about doing that to another comedian and he's he always says rick is a he teaches um the school of laughs and is a comedian out of nashville he's, he's really fantastic but he told us a story one time about not giving the host a, a intro and then when he went out on stage he got started and the audience was not receiving him and they were being very off put and very tender and just like, I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, and he finally had to go, okay, what happened? And the guy gave an introduction about like Rick having a disease and that he was dying and all of this stuff because Rick didn't what? tell him what to say. So the comedian Ugh. was like, okay, fine. Don't tell me what to say. I'll just make something up. And the guy went up and was like, so this next comedian is dying of, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> and yeah. And so when, when Rick gets up and, you know, of course I'm, I'm botching the story, but that's the gist of it. Oh. So, so I'm like, dude, I will always, but when I, when I produce a show though, that's what I tell the comedians. I'm like, either email me what you want said to you, or you come with a note card that has your introduction on it. I'm happy to print it for you. I'm happy to hand write it for you if I have it, but I want whoever's hosting the show to not be told. Cause I get that. So, you know, friends of mine will be like, ah, oh, you know me, say what you want to say. Oh, okay. That's, that's fine. That's I'll worst. do that. But I'm, a, but I always bring note cards with me so that I could write down what I want to say. So I don't get up there and fumble through an introduction or whatever for them. But yeah. sometimes it's like, well, no, I really don't know you that well. I know you're my friend and I know you've, where you live, but I don't, you know, I'm sure there's some things yeah. that would make my job easier if I could just say she's Tulsa's funniest, you know, clean comedian or she's this or that, you know, whatever. So yeah, always, I'll always give somebody an introduction. Otherwise you get a cheesy knock, knock joke and you deserve it. No, just kidding. I don't know, Gary. I don't know him at all. Hey, but it, sounds it was like it fantastic. Was super, it was a super fun show. It was a super fun show at a cool location and yeah. it gets you prepared. So the next, um, the next episode, we'll probably have a guest, but our following episode, we'll be able to come back and recap What's your next, what's happening this weekend, Michelle? What are you doing this weekend? Okay. So this weekend I have um, an opportunity. Um, if you all remember the March episode that uh, we had Jeff Allen on and he said, well, yeah, just remind me next time I'm in Oklahoma, Michelle, you could open for me. <laughs> well, guess what people it's happening the end of October the 29th and the 30th. So mm -hmm. not um, once, but, but twice. Yep. Two days in a row. 
or two nights in, the, in a row. And um, so that's what's happening. <laughs> and that's why I realized I better get, I better practice his intro way more yes. than knock, knock. Are you ready for Jeff? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeff is one when I open for him here in Bowling Green, Jeff is one that he's like, ah, just, you know, whatever. Just talk about us being friends. Say what you want to say. And which is basically what I did. And he's not one that's hard for me to come up with a lot of wonderful things to say about. So he is one that, um, that I was able to just say, you know, this is my mentor, my friend and, 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 you know, whatever and introduce him. And I'm telling you, you're going to have a great time. He is such a a rock star and a pro and a wonderful person. And I know that you are going to do great. And here in a few episodes, we will come back and we will talk about your experience opening because you got to be so competitive. What I, I finally get to open for Jeff and then you're like, "Mm, really, I'm going to do it two times, June, two times. So I'm so excited. I am twice as excited for you. Yes. I'm twice as excited for you. And I know you're going to be amazing. So I can't wait. Can't wait for that to happen. And hey, my friend, Michelle Van Dusen, y'all check out her comedy. Okay. Michelle Van Dusen. She's Michelle's comedy. It's Michelle with one L. Michelle's comedy.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-S comedy.com. Yes, that's it right there. I'm not Ella the Spella, but we will have her on one day too. All right. So Michelle's comedy.com and you can find me at comedy.com, June Colson comedy.com. And listen, we love if you're listening to the Laugh Support podcast, because you can always hear us on all the major podcast platforms mm-hmm. like Amazon, Apple, Spotify. And then if you would like to see us, you can find us on the Creative Motion Network on Roku TV, on Vimeo, and on our YouTube channel. And do us a favor, <laughs> go to our YouTube channel, like it, subscribe to it. So that you don't miss any of the, yes, and share so that you don't miss any of the episodes of the Laugh Support Podcast. Well, folks, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Oh, wait, uh, uh, Michelle. I was just going to say, that's right. I got one more thing. Um, I also found out, like, if if we want to get our YouTube channel to have just our name on it, the Laugh Support Podcast, we have to have, like, so many listeners and all that kind of stuff. So that's why... um, or so many subscribers. And so come on, people gotcha. subscribe. Yes. Share. Yes. Yeah. Like that, do it. that's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And do if it. you know anybody in Antarctica, tell them to listen. Tell right. those scientists down there to tune You're in waiting. one time. Cause I want to make sure we get all seven continents. That would be super six cool. of, yes. Yeah. Super cool. I'm only on right. one physically, but yeah, our podcast is, is on six on six continents. Mm. That's pretty stinking awesome. That's pretty yes, awesome. it is. Yep. Okay, y'all. Yep. That's it for this episode. As always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, she's doing the Daniel Sun wax on, wax off. I'm not sure. Give him a karate chop. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you just use you, you say these things, and I'm like, how is it to end now? Uh, just give it a hi ya. Hi ya later. No, that's not. See you later. Fuck. Nope. <laughs>